0: Hello, hello everybody, Holly here. and this is not your normal Holly's hit or miss episode. I am doing a couple episodes, maybe the entire series, but it just depends on our schedule. With my good friend Jade on her podcast in True Jade fashion, we are going to talk about Insecure. We both love the show, so each week we'll break down each episode and kind of give like our feedback, our thoughts, our opinions on it and how it kind of relates to our lives because I've always found Insecure very relatable. I've always found Awkward Black Girl very relatable. So that's basically what we'll be doing. This is just me introducing the episode and yeah, so tune in every week. New episodes should drop every Tuesday, you know, if not, maybe Wednesday because Insecure episodes come out on Sunday and. And yeah, I'm so sorry I've been gone for so long. Quick update on my life, I am still in school. I am doing an internship. Yes, I got an internship. <laughs> I should have did. I did a whole episode basically talking about the Drake and Kanye album, but by the time I got around to going to edit, it kind of was too late and I felt like the moment has passed. But I want to do something towards the end of the year kind of wrapping up my thoughts on certain albums from this year. But yes, I got an internship. Yay! Got it with NBC Universal. So I'm currently an intern at a show called New York Live. It is a weekly entertainment show that comes on every day at 1130 to 12. And they talk about things to do around the city, music, Broadway shows, food places. It's really cool. It's a really cool opportunity. I'm really grateful. But for that, I have been, I thought I would have a lot more time to do episodes and it would be awesome. But because I took the internship, I had to leave my other job, my full-time job. I mean, thank God, but like also your girl is struggling. And so I had to pick up other things to do to make money. So I'm not broke -broke out here. But yeah, I appreciate Jade for thinking about me and wanting to do these episodes with me because she knows how much I love the show. But it also lets me still do podcasting. And that's really awesome because I really just haven't had the time. But I hope you guys enjoy these episodes. Like I said, they'll be dropping every week. They're on her page in True Jade Fashion, it's on Apple Podcast, it's on her Spotify, it's on her SoundCloud, and then same thing here, it'll be over here, just so my people can get it, her people can get it, and then our peoples become our peoples, you know? (laughs) But thank you guys for being patient. I promise I will have a new episode, like an actual Holly Hero Miss episode. Once I feel that there is an album to really talk about, because honestly, like nothing really has been doing it for me, I had my thoughts on the Drake album, I had my thoughts on the kanye album but like i said i'm gonna leave that for a special end of the year recap thing but yeah so hope everybody is doing great and love you guys for tuning in and i hope you guys are watching insecure too because it's a great show support black people all right bye guys
1: I yeah. you guys to a <laughs> brand new segment that I'm doing for J Fashion. You guys know how much I love television, how much I love dissecting, reviewing, watching, all that stuff. We are now doing a new segment that we're going to do every week, which I called, because I couldn't think of any other name, um, Queued Up, <laughs> where each... This is the first season that we're doing queued Up. And what other way to start this than with the end of one of our very favorite shows, Insecure. And who else other than yes. Holly. Holly Lewis. Yes. To join me Ooh. for this season, where each yes. week we're gonna be recapping each episode because Holly has been following Issa Rae's career from the very beginning. From Awkward Black Girl on her YouTube series. The very beginning. Very beginning. And she and I love the show so much. And she's actually been on the show before, and we've actually talked about insecure many times on this podcast. So welcome, Holly. Hey, hey girl. We know we in the, we in the middle of a storm
0: right now, but we're here. <laughs>
1: yeah. So if, if they hear, if it sounds a little bit choppy, if we're going in and out. That's because the rain literally just started. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is, it's actually sounds kind of scary. I'm not even going to lie. I'm a little nervous, but it's fine.
1: And we're going to get through this the best way that we can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this is how queued up is going to go. So we're going to dissect each episode. So Holly will give you a quick breakdown of the previous episode, but since this is episode one of season five, Holly is going to give you a quick breakdown of season four. And then together, we're going to break down each episode together. And we're going to talk about the current episode, then we're going to reflect. So what that means is that we are going to share our thoughts and opinions on each episode and reflect on how the situations on the show relate to us in real life. Because what Holly and I can both agree on is that this show is completely relatable. Yes, 100%. And then finally, we're gonna have expectations, where we share our expectations on um what the previous what the next episode is gonna be about or what we think is gonna happen for the rest of the season. So that is queued up. Sounds good. Yes, and a whole pretty much that's what queued up is about. <laughs> so right off the bat, before we even get started, what did you even think about this first episode? It was a solid first episode episode um we
0: if like just in the nature of Issa and the whole team they don't give you a lot straight off the bat on the first episode like they definitely ease you into the drama and the things that are going on um but i thought it was solid i
1: liked it i liked it a lot me too i that's what i liked about the episode i thought that she kind of eased us in and kind of brought us to kind of where we left off on season four. So Holly, what happened season four? Cause I didn't get to rewatch all the seasons, but I know you got to rewatch all of season four.
0: Girl, did I? I, I rewatched the entire series. Like ah! I was, <laughs> I was preparing myself um, because I think that when we were watching season four in real time last year, whenever it was, Um, two years ago, uh, we all had a lot of opinions on like how the Issa and Molly's friendship thing kind of went down. So I was like, I want to go back and kind of binge it and just kind of see the, not progression, digression of their friendship, the demise of their friendship and like what actually played it. Was it really all on Molly, but like, Rewatching the series they both had a big hand in how their friendship kind of played out towards the end of season four so season four um basically it focused on Molly and Issa's relationship uh Lawrence was in there for you know she was dating Condola um but then once he realized that she didn't want a to get married again she didn't want a family
1: right um
0: they kind of broke up because she kind of was just like you know I don't really love that you are still friends how close you are with your ex and you're still friends with all her friends like those are your friends right so that kind of caused it too um and then he decided to kind of reach back to back out to Issa because I think it just got him thinking he had a, a conversation with his dad it got him thinking about you know future and who you want to be with and mm-hmm. what you really want to fight for um so they reconnected in the most i just thought it was beautiful i just <laughs> i love you lawrence um and that looked like it was going to be something but as we know that damn condola dun, dun, dun. Popped, up, popped up pregnant and broke our hearts but Um, As far as Molly and Issa's relationship, Molly was kind of focused on her new relationship with uh, her boo, now ex-boo, Andrew, um, and trying to just navigate towards that without messing it up because she kind of feels like she's always messed it up in the past. We know that that didn't work out um, because she wasn't really willing to give like Andrew gave and her and Issa kind of just had like a, a big, it was a buildup, but they ended up having like a, a big blow up as to their friendship and where it was going and what they really want to fight for. But the season ended with uh, Issa and Molly meeting up to talk. So we, we kind of were left with, okay, Issa and Molly, they're trying to get back to it. Uh, Issa and Lawrence, we don't know because that damn condola. And yeah, that's, that's basically where it ends. Oh. And i um, Tiffany's character was right. going through postpartum depression. Right. Yeah.
1: So that pretty yeah. much leaves us into the leads us into episode one of season five called reunited. Right.
0: That's yes. the end of the episode.
1: Literally how I'm saying it yes. is how it is. <laughs> so it opens up <laughs> with Kelly, Tiffany and her husband driving in a car and Tiffany is in the back seat going off, looking at her Instagram. And we don't know where they're going, but we know that they're going on a trip and the trip is going to be all about them. And they made it a point to mention not to get into the drama of Molly and not to get into the mess of Issa. Mm-hmm. So she's on IG, right? <laughs> and I think what's really funny is that they talked to him about Molly's IG because we find out that it's two months later. Right. And that two months, Molly, apparently, according to Tiffany and Kelly, that Molly's kind of been going through it on Instagram. And I find it really funny how she's posted. They like started commenting on her Instagram, like, oh, is she actually like, okay, though? Because like, look at her Instagram, right?
0: Right. Yeah, they were like, like dissecting it and saying, like, oh, I mean, she's trying to get over her boo, but like, is she over her boo type, of thing?
1: Right. And I thought it was really funny when she when um, one of the IG posts was like, stars can't shine. Right. Stars can't shine without the darkness. Yeah. And <laughs> he was like, that's fake deep, though. That's fake deep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like mad people put up like when they're trying to like motivate themselves, they'll just post like random memes to try to right. uplift themselves.
0: Right. But you be out on yourself and telling people that you're going through something without telling people you're going through something.
1: Right, exactly. Then we have, um, what do we have next? So we find out that they are in Stanford and that's where they all met their alumni and they are for their 10-year reunion. Yes. I didn't even know that colleges had 10-year reunions. I didn't know it was like high school um I think that it I think it
0: depends on the college and I think you, you have to have somebody to organize it like at my high school they didn't just hold it for us like somebody had to like organize it even right. though COVID happened so we we weren't able to do it but um I mean Stanford is Stanford so I'm sure they have 10 year 50 year reunions because it's <laughs> Stanford so
1: I didn't go to my high school (laughs) reunion. I'm like, Facebook and Instagram is enough of a high school reunion for me. And I don't need to see y'all if I didn't even really talk to y'all in high school anyway. So I did not go to my high school reunion. So we go there and we see that immediately Molly's there already. We see that Issa is getting off of the plane, getting into the wrong car. (laughs) can In true imagine. Issa fashion. In true Issa fashion, she, she got into the wrong car and then had the nerve to be like, oh, so you don't know him? Y'all don't link up? Like, you know so funny. what I'm saying?
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And the awkwardness begins between Molly and Issa. Cause, yes. Because did you see Molly's face when she saw Issa? She's like, oh, there you go. Like.
0: Because it's, I mean. I mean, we'll see it through the episode, but it is weird when you are reconnecting with somebody and you don't know how to move yet. So it's like, we're cool, but I don't know how this is going to go type of thing. So yeah, that was awkward.
1: And I thought it was funny that they were in the same exact outfit. Same outfit. And I thought it was very telling how Issa's like, well, I sleep in mine. Molly's like, Yeah, no, I'll sleep in my Stanford sweater. Right. Um, we also find out while they're doing that little conversation and while they're getting the badges that Issa is on the panel to speak at her college.
0: Yes, which is a goal of mine as well. So, like, manifesting that for myself too, Issa.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> so, I thought it was really funny. And then we also find out that kelly gets there and she says she's not registered and when they open up the booklet like the pamphlet of what's everything like everything's gonna happen we find out that kelly is dead
0: (laughs) she said she's gone and she's like they killed me off
1: i can't believe they killed me off isn't that wild though like how do you like how does that even happen
0: they, somebody didn't do their fat check and and that's embarrassing
1: like at first she was a little bit cool with it but you could tell like in her face she was like damn I'm dead like you I know that, what I mean?
0: that and the the fact that like her the words in the memoriam wasn't anything like special it was just like she had great pants. Like, I don't even remember what it was, but it was just like some silly shit. Like
1: right. That probably
0: hurt her feelings too.
1: And Issa was like, Oh, is that why they wanted me to write something about you? Like <laughs> 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 even question silly. why. Silly. Right. So then we find out that she made a whole entire acronym. Isa for her company, and this is the company that she started when she started the block party in season four. Yes, the block, the block, and in true Isa fashion, she has no idea what all the letters stand for, <laughs> <laughs> she can't remember. She could not remember
0: them, C's.
1: she can't remember the C's, and I can't remember the C's
0: because you know what no, you say, I can't either. I,
1: I wrote everything down. So have I you ever think had it
0: was career?
1: Career. I Something else.
0: And connection. Maybe connection? Yes.
1: Okay. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought was also really funny as they're walking through the courtyard of like everything that they're gonna do. How Tiffany was like, girl, you when some woman was like walking towards them, and then they were like, he was like, hey. <laughs> and then she said, you know the level of how you say hey.
0: <laughs> you can tell that you don't know the person and then she said it again she's like damn it it's true <laughs>
1: have that? Has that ever happened to you though like somebody comes up to you like oh my god girl how are you how you been and you're like hi and then you just start talking oh, yeah to
0: that happens
1: that happened to me at homecoming
0: the last home, homecoming I went to it's not that I didn't know who the person was I just could not remember her name for the life of me and she like was like, how are you? Like, she was asking me like actual questions and I'm like, this is really bad because I don't
1: even remember your name, but
0: I don't remember her name, to be honest.
1: (laughs) I'm really really bad at that. Like, I'm someone who is really bad with names. I'm good at remembering faces, but like I'm really bad at names, which is terrible. But I've had that situation where somebody come up to me and they just are, hey girl, how you been? How's your brother? How's your mother? And I'm just like, good how are you and like you know and, <laughs> and then how do just, I know you right and then you just start talking to them to like see if they whatever they say can jog your memory of like who they could possibly be right that's that to bad. me too. yeah and I'm just waiting for them to say something that'd be like oh yes yes hi that is you right <laughs> right like oh hi again okay we can start this over now right so now it doesn't seem as awkward anymore because like now i know exactly who you are right so then tiffany and her husband go away because now tiffany's husband wants to find this tree that he apparently carved their names over Mm -hmm. he's like she's like you ain't carved no name in no tree he's like i did so they walk off and then Tiffany, not Tiffany, Molly pulls Kelly aside and she asks the burning question that I think we all want to know from when season four left off to here we are now season five. Are we going to be okay? Are Issa and Molly going to be okay? And Kelly was like, it takes time. Right. You know what I mean? And she had, I think, she, and she
0: also asked her, like, you know, how, how long did it take you to get like back back? Cause her and Tiffany kind of had that little, right? um, spat, not really a spat, but like, they kind of had their thing when Tiffany was having the baby and she didn't like choose Kelly to do the, baby, do the shower. baby shower. Right. Right. So she was just asking her like, you know, how long did it take y'all to get like back before you were like back back before you were back, you know, like she was like, We were not, fake that's back. Weird. Right. For
1: a while. Yes. Have you ever had that situation with a friend where like you guys had a tiff and then y'all slowly try to get back to the group things? And y'all wasn't back, but y'all was like fake, kind of back. Like you were treading real lightly with each other, you know what I mean? Um no. <laughs> uh
0: <laughs> everybody that I you know had like a friend like that that I've had like a fallen out with it just has been a fallout um I did kind of have that with my uh my first college roommate we were really really close and then we kind of had a falling out but then we got back cool um but we didn't have to see each other in person so it was a little bit easier to be like cordial and cool and we text and you know talk to each other on instagram every so often right but I don't know if it it, like if I would have to be around her it probably would feel like weird like like that again um for a long period of time but you know no anybody who I was on any type of molly level with no.
1: I had a tip with a, f- a friend who was a co-worker, so we kind of had to see see each other all the time. And it took us a while to get back. So we were like fake back at one point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We even went to go see this is how this is how old this was, and where I'm gonna age myself. This is when we went to go see um what the fuck is the movie with the werewolves and the vampires? Twilight. We went to go see the oh. last <laughs> Twilight movie. And it attempts to, like, kind of get back, like, because we had that one thing that we had in common when we were really, really close. And we were like, mm-hmm. how about we go to see a movie together? But, like, it was, like, really awkward at first. And then slowly we kind of build up to back where we're, like, back. But, like, yeah, I've had a situation like that. Right. And it's just, like, weird because you don't know what to say. You don't know what something can trigger um, the the other person. You know what I mean? And since you guys are not like, close close, you don't know what the fuck they're actually going through right and that's what isa
0: said in the wind down she basically was like you know it was a little awkward at first with molly and isa because you don't want to make certain jokes like because as we saw like last season a lot of the jokes that they said back and forth to each other were taken to heart instead of actual jokes When they've always riffed on each other like that so when you're kind of in that like sensitive space you're like, ah, like even when Molly was trying to talk to her about like, should I talk to this guy, whatever? Right. East, you could tell East was like, I don't want to overstep because I don't want to say anything to make her feel like I'm judging her, anything like that. So that's real. That's real life for real.
1: It's crazy. And what I also and liked about what they brought up was about Molly's therapy, right? So Molly was what? like, right before this conversation with Kelly happened happened, Molly was like, my therapist said that it's going to be this is a great way to get away and to live in the moment and i thought that was really nice that they kind of showed that molly's still in therapy and that she's kind of like working on herself Mm -hmm. and it's hard to stay in the moment girl at least for me it's hard to stay in the moment because like my mind just goes to a thousand different ways it's hard for me to say right here
0: especially with with guys if you start talking to a guy it is so difficult to like, I always tell people take it, take it a, a d- it a day at a time. I try to tell myself that when I'm talking to somebody, dating somebody, but it's hard if you have a good day and all of a sudden I'm thinking about, Hmm, I wonder how his friends would match up with my friends when yes. we do an hour, our husband, you know, Yes. <laughs> so it's hard.
1: Very hard. And this brings us into where they went into, I guess, like, how do you call it? They went to like the room where everybody was like a mixer, like a mixer. Right. And everybody was hanging out and they see from all the way at the other end, this girl is twerking her ass off on the dance floor. And it turns out to be their old college friend. Uh, What's her name? Cheyenne. And they had a group, a rap group in college that I think is really funny um, called Trap Habits. I think that was I, the name of it.
0: I don't.
1: I think so, but I don't remember. I believe it was Trap Habits. And um, it felt like Molly and Isu were kind of like back on it just a little bit because they had like an outside person come in and they, they had that right. one thing in common and they started rapping and dancing and all that shit with each other. Right. and then, uh, we found out that that girl was what like a video Vincent, though, right? Yeah, and I forgot
0: to actually look up. I meant to look up and I'm gonna do it right now. Like she from afar, she kind of like Dean Woods from Danny d Kane, but I don't think <gasps> it was D Woods from Danny D Kane.
1: Wait, but I'm gonna me- just look. Can you imagine? She did look familiar though. She did. okay, let me look from insecure once had a really fat ass though. Oh. <laughs> she, she was yeah. really bottom heavy. She was like thick heavy on the bottom and that's no shade. Yeah. All right. So then moving on, they get this, they all get dressed up at one point, right? And then they, they make it to like the party.
0: So they were getting dressed up uh, to, for some like reggae party and they were like on their way in the car.
1: Wait, wait, no, and, no, no. Uh... Not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh, this is the same night. This is the same time. So, like, um, what happened was they finished talking to Cheyenne, and then you know how, like, in the Oscars, they have like that memorial type, uh, slideshow that they like. Everybody... Oh yes, at the mixer. <laughs> at the mixer, about how everyone that passed that year or okay. in the last couple years who went to the school, the alumni, um, yes. Kelly was up there, and this is what Kelly's message was she always made me laugh she had the best stanky leg she carried a purse <laughs> she was like who even Who remembers that like who says that <laughs> that's so sad though right because it gets you thinking to yourself like because she looked really sad I mean she was doing the stanky leg and she was killing it <laughs> But uh, she did look really sad because it thinks to yourself, like, damn, like, that's what I was remembered for. Like, that's all that people remember me. Like, I carried a purse and I did a stanky leg.
0: (laughs) And then it got me. I'm sorry, it's not funny, but it's funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad Kelly got a lot of shine this episode. I hope she gets more shine because I think one of my criticisms of, like, the previous seasons is that Kelly did not get enough camera time. Right. I agree. Because she was really good. And then it got me thinking, like, okay, so they're playing the Stanky Leg, right? What year this Stanky Leg come out? Because I'm like, they're in college, so what year was this going on while they were in college? So I looked it up, and it came out in 2009. Wow, that's like, I mean, that's on brand.
0: Well, not really, but kind of, because they were still playing the Stanky Leg when I was in college. So, like, really, it's. Yeah, they're playing the Spanky Like, I mean, you know, I went to HBCU, so they gonna play Lee with it, Rock with it. They're gonna play all that, all that stuff at the parties <laughs> all the time.
1: <laughs> so it could be, I mean, depending on how old they are, because they're in their 30s. So like 2009, I graduated, I'm 33. So I graduated college, not college, you hear me? I graduated high school in 2006. So like that, I mean, like if I'm pretty much the same age as Issa, so that tracks for me at least. Yeah that when Steak of Lake came out in 2009, I was in college, so, and they were in college, so. I thought it tracked a little okay.
0: bit. Okay, it was not D. Woods. It was some other lady. Her name is Taja V. Simpson. It was not D. Woods, my bad.
1: Okay, well, shout out to you, girl, because <laughs> you did a hell of a good job that episode. She sure did. So this leads us into one of Issa's most famous type of scenes where she's talking to herself in the mirror and she's talking to throw back isa from college with braces
0: <laughs> braces and twists yeah packing up she said let me see them teeth ah, let me see them teeth ah show me how
1: you eat ah <laughs> she's so good she's so good um so this gets into like a little so it was like a funny scene but it got a little bit deep where like all these expectations that you had of yourself when you were young and then now that you're older. So she's talking to herself and she was talking about her dreams or her expectations about what she had for herself. So this is what young college Holly, you hear me, Holly. (laughs) Holly, (laughs) Issa had for herself. Number one, she wants to meet (laughs) T-Pain. She did not meet T-Pain, right? She but she <laughs> said it was not too late. Asked about her relationship status. She's single. She said complicated at the at
0: the at the at the time. She did say complicated
1: because it's true. I guess with Lawrence, it was kind of alluding to what might come later. But we'll get into that. Right. She's like, like Facebook gets complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great great writing then we find out which is shocking she goes oh did you become a lawyer did you and molly start that firm together and i was shocked to hear that
0: yeah that was that was pretty interesting to me just because it was like she she even said it she was like no i didn't really want to do that she's like you know that you know i didn't really want to do that like why would you ask me that (laughs) but i thought that was interesting
1: that's wild. Like it's like all the crazy things you had for yourself, but she's like, I did start my own business, right? Which was pretty. Which is you know, which I feel like. What do you do You believe that that was like a natural progression for Isa, like once she ended from the nonprofit organization.
0: I mean, yeah, because she wasn't she wasn't fulfilled, you know, doing that, and I feel like she. I mean, even still, I I don't know if she feels like she's truly doing what, you know, her passion, she doesn't have a passion. I I think that's what the problem is. She's looking to find what her, her passion is, um, which we've talked about many times on this show, just in life. So that's why it's like thousand times so relatable. Um, but I think it's a natural progression to at least try because you're surrounded by all these people who are doing their thing and their their shit. So you just naturally are like, How can I also do my thing and be on my shit too? Right. So uh her starting that that business, I think I think it it makes sense. But I think she's gonna struggle because you really have to be on it to have your own business to run stuff and plan things all the time like that, you really have to be on it. And we've seen that Issa isn't necessarily on it all the time.
1: Right. So yeah. And then finally, she asked about how her relationship with Molly's going. Which, you know, it's up in the air. Yeah, right. As far as we know. And I thought it was really funny at the end. She's like, listen, invent <laughs> something called Instagram. Invent an Instagram. app called Instagram. <laughs> and she, was like, she was like, okay. She's like, what's an app?
0: And I'm like, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how. Damn, now that I think about it, like. So like my my phone in college was the flip phone, not the flip phone, the sidekick. That was my phone. I had the sidekick. I had two sidekicks. I think that my first phone when I
0: first got to college was a Blackberry, I think. Oh, you were official. You were of, you were that crew. Oh yeah, I was, what? BBM pin? Are you kidding? Yes, that was so me. And when I used to talk to people, we talked like through Ubu and Skype in college. So yeah, we did I didn't have this fancy
1: FaceTime thing <laughs> 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 i remember uvu girl somebody just posted some uvu throwbacks the other day i'm like
0: wow uvu yeah i used to use uvu and skype skype was supposed to like very more professional as we see via zoom but like right um uvu uvu was what and you can have multiple people oh my goodness
1: can you look at where we are now look at what with zoom <laughs> I know, I know. It's wild. All right. So they get all dressed up. Now we're at the panel where East is talking. And it seems to be a group of four entrepreneurs. Yes. The mediator messes up the name and calls it (laughs) the Blow CC. (laughs) Not the block, but the Blow CC. (laughs) Why would you think that would be a name oh my of the, the blow CC? Why
0: would you think that'd be a name? Just because she really messed She was like, well, now I see I've messed up on the logo. Like I just, the thing is, is like, I love Issa because people are, I saw people tweet and they're like, I forget, I forgot how much secondhand embarrassment Issa gives me. I don't think, I don't get secondhand embarrassment from her. I just think she's hilarious because it's like stuff that you think, but you don't think to say out loud. And she just says it out loud when she's feeling like super, super awkward. And I can appreciate the hell out of that. I love that. But that that was hilarious.
1: I thought that was really funny. And you could tell that because of the logo that she's literally doing everything herself, literally everything, which is commendable and relatable (laughs) to people like you and I who are like podcasters and content creators like we're literally just doing everything ourselves right as compared to her counterparts who are on the stage with her who seem like they literally got all their shit together right so what I liked about it what she said because hers was obviously the most relatable and the most real right where they described like what is the block like what is like what's her mission statement what is the the purpose behind the company, the block, which I don't exactly think she's exactly sure. Like, you know, most of us, like myself, who's like unsure, she goes merging your ideas with your passion. And I feel like that's Mm -hmm. the most easy blanket way to describe what I guess the block is. But like, I feel like it's too vague.
0: But it's vague because she doesn't, she doesn't know (laughs) she really I think she's trying to like figure it out as she goes so that makes perfect sense
1: right um and I think the um, I think what really got her going at least uh, having a lot of self-doubt was not only like being on that panel right amongst all these like successful quote-unquote entrepreneurs um -hmm. but like she has to I think if she was up there, the success of the block party, I think is what perpetuated her to be on that panel because that was huge for her. Yeah. Cause like, why else would they have her up there if she, you know?
0: Right. Especially her, like just starting out, like that was a pretty, that was, she did a great job. So yeah.
1: Right. And that was pretty much exactly what her, what it is. Her, I, uh, mixing, merging your ideas with your passion. Like her passion is music and her community and That's pretty much what the block is supposed to be about. But like, I think she'll find, she'll, she'll get it. Then the Mm -hmm. media asked them, when did you feel a sense of stability? How did you know when you were on the right path? And I feel like that's not even for entrepreneurs. I feel like that's a question for all of us in life, trying to really find our way. Mm -hmm. And that really got her thinking. Mm hmm Because like you and I've said many times on my podcast, like we're just trying to make sure what we're doing is what we're meant to be doing. And that like Issa said, I could be doing this and I could realize at the end of all this or in the middle of this, like, this is not really what I'm supposed to be doing. And I just wasted tons of time. Right, right. Where everybody else's answer was like oh I knew it when people were like sliding in my dms and asking me for business advice that was the guy right right
0: or like yeah and you or the other guy was like when people were like giving me funding and things like that like they've obviously established themselves and so I think she was having kind of like imposter syndrome after because she even she let them skip her She was like oh no, no no you go ahead like, like let me hear what you not... guys
1: gotta say like I think she was learning right. from them as well
0: Right. So it, it, it kind of puts you into like an imposter syndrome. Cause it's like, I haven't done what y'all have done. So like, why am I up there? Kind of second guessing herself type of thing. So that was interesting.
1: Right. And then I also, in my opinion, when I was like watching the panelists, I felt like it was four versions and this is how I, this is how I computed it. Me listening to them and me watching them. I felt like it was four versions of like four different Instagram entrepreneur accounts Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it was like Mm -hmm. and that one girl at the end I feel like she had all the right answers (laughs) like she had an answer for everything I feel like every one of her answers was like Instagram quotable real you know what I mean like you had like the girl you had the dude who was like I think in my opinion, each one of those people represented a different level of entrepreneurship. And like, let's say your algorithm on Instagram and you're looking up starting a business and stuff like that. And like, these are the profiles that pop up when like you're on the Explorer page and like, right. you Look at somebody's like one minute real and you're like, oh shit, this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. No, I think
0: that's, that's a good way to put it. I, I can see that for sure.
1: And then the guy and the moderator was like, I'm glad I have a nine to five. (laughs) After she gave her answer.
0: And it's that, what I thought was funny in that scene as well is when she gave her answer at first and like nobody like clapped or anything like that. And then the girl who had the perfect answer, she gave her answer and everybody gave like this applause. And the moderator was like, what an excellent answer. And she was just like, hey thank you thanks thanks guys for that
1: and that's what made me think of like the whole instagram thing like you know what i'm saying like it was so perfect and like everything on instagram seems so perfect um yeah you didn't really hear the rest of the panelists talk about their struggle which with any kind of entrepreneurship comes with struggle and Issa was the realest one talking about well listen i really got to figure out like i haven't really i don't know and i have to figure it all out like you know what i mean yeah i agree and all her friends were really nice. And they clapped like awkwardly for her like, "yay!" <laughs> <laughs> they had to support her, you oh know, because like nobody, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah, it was really awkward. I also like the fact that they, because this is commending to the great writing, because a lot of people shit on people having a nine to five, because entrepreneurship is not for everyone. And it is not it's really not, it's really hard. So I feel like having nine to five is not bad. And if you have a side hustle with the nine to five, if you enjoy your nine to five and it makes you good money, you like it. Don't be shamed into be like, Oh, I got a boss. You know what I mean? You know, like something. No, I
0: mean, that's, what's been going on. I've seen that a lot on like Instagram and, and Twitter, like People are basically bullying people to start a business like, oh, you know, the pandemic happened and people lost their jobs and I started my business and look at me and it's like, that's great for you, but I don't want to start my own business and I shouldn't feel like bullied to have to work for myself or to want to work for myself or, you know, I don't mind working on a team I don't mind working with like-minded people that are you know share my interest I'm okay with that but I don't need to be out here starting a hair business or um selling mangoes on the street like that's just not that's not something I need to do so
1: right um
0: I think it it I like I like that the show shows you people who are you know doing entrepreneurship but also having the nine to five is okay too like it's fine
1: it's fine people <laughs> Um then they all leave, and everybody's trying to give Issa like, girl, you did good. That was great, you know. And I like the advice that um Kelly gave Molly. Like, you know, you don't know what Issa's going through. So try to like connect right. with that. So I thought it was really nice that Molly tried to uplift her and said that what she said was like really inspiring. Cause you know, right. She didn't have to do any of that because it is remember. It's all supposed to be about Molly that weekend.
0: Right. That's very true. That's very true.
1: So I thought it was nice that she was selfless.
0: Yeah. It showed that she was trying, which is a big, was a big theme in the last season, mm-hmm. um, that she didn't really go out of her way for other people, um, right. or consider other people's feelings. So that was, that was a good, that was a good tell that she's growing growth, you know,
1: there you go. Oh, we missed such an important thing. I forgot to say how Molly ran into her little ex-lover.
0: Mm-hmm. Little situation that she had.
1: Yeah, Kyle is talking about, oh, I can't let you get away this time. And she's like, what?
0: Right. And you know what? The fun fact, there's two things that I saw um, all over my Twitter. But the one thing was like they were able to... I guess Stanford has like a no film rule. Oh. Yeah. Um, and they are not, like, they don't allow people to film on campus. So they w- were able to, like, get Stanford to do that, like, you're that, because he actually went to Stanford. I mean, this is great exposure. Um, and then the other thing that I kept seeing on my Twitter was people were very upset. Let's very talk about upset. it, Holly. Oh my goodness. That, um, Amanda seal was seals was wearing the AKA letters and she's not really an AKA. Um, and there is like a big debate going back and forth on my timeline and on everybody else's timeline. Like, is it okay? It's not okay. And then Amanda seals put out a video talking about, you know, I am an actor. I'm an actress. Like I'm playing a character on television. It's okay. Granted, I didn't know that you could play um, a sorority fraternity on television movies unless you actually were in it. I thought that that was like forbidden, like, oh my goodness. But somebody had tweeted me and basically said like, uh, if you're allowed to use the likeness, or if you're allowed to, um, let me ask to see what she says. But I was like, well, this is, I mean, this is good information And no, I just, I thought
1: that it was. Wait, it don't was you not have allowed. to like, she said, ask her permission? Like if you have like a Pepsi yeah. or a Coke thing, you have to get permission, right?
0: Yeah. So she said, I am a, she put a, a uh, red triangle. I'm going to go, she's a Delta, but she's like, I'm a Delta. And I believe there are limitations to what and how they can imply association. If they are a member, they can state the full organization name, but if not a member, they allude to the colors, calls, and familiar names like hue or Newt, but not official names. Mm. Um, so she, and the funny thing is like, this is not their first time referencing them being in that sorority. So I don't know what the big hoopla. Like even in season one, um, Issa, like I think they like, you know, greeted their each other with their greeting. And Issa like faked did the greeting. And they're like, nah, you, you can't do that. So like right. I would have had more uproar her doing that, but it was like a whole big thing on my Instagram. And Amanda Seal saying something. I'm like, oh Amanda Seal, so you you are actually acting like you are in the show, right? Because Girl, because you she was promo from you.
1: She was not on the press tour at all. And she was not in on that photo shoot, it. right? They did. She a- wasn't
0: in the photo shoot. She didn't. She wasn't in any. Issa had a whole 10 day press tour. She was had the Issa Fest or yeah. the Insecure Fest, whatever it was called. She was not at anything. Okay. She did not even put up the trailer for the um new season at all. She is nothing. There is nothing. Up until like four hours before the show aired yesterday she had nothing up alluding to and we know she was in the trail like we know you're in it but like hmm, amanda seals child well (laughs) that drama that
1: happened like what almost two years ago where like she wasn't allowed at any of the parties and like she got kicked out of one of the parties allegedly and Cause she had beef with one of the producers or something like that, girl. it
0: was, I think, it was like Issa's publicist. Yes, didn't allow her in the party. And then um, the guy who plays Ron Jay, I'm sorry, his Instagram name is Ron Jay. I'm obsessed with him. But his, the one he played Dro, he was basically like, I mean, when you're a shitty human being, who's gonna want to be around you? So the r- rumors that she's just not a nice person in
1: real life I don't know I keep hearing it <laughs> yeah I don't know girl well at but least she's anyways, still in it
0: yeah I mean she's definitely in it it looks like she's going to be in it throughout and I, it's only right like they can't end the season without closing out her and and Derek her and Derek the relationship was the only solid relationship real you know that showed us you know marriage and she's only married friends only met friend with the baby right so there's no way that they could have gone without this last season realistically just ignoring that and Derek is friends with Lawrence. like it just it wouldn't work it wouldn't work
1: right and we wanted to see the progression after her whole postpartum um right storyline that happened in season four Cause that was, that was, that was serious. It was. And I've, I've personally
0: never seen a show that, that kind of portrayed it in that, in that sense. So as much as I don't love Amanda Seals, I really like Tiffany's character and I Mm -hmm. like how they did that. So I'm cool with her being in the show, but I just thought it was kind of wild that she did not do any type of like promo or nothing.
1: And I almost forgot, like she was on the show because you saw everybody else in the promos in the press tour. And then when she showed up in the first scene, the very first scene of the season, I'm like, oh shit. So she, she is on the show.
0: <laughs> right. She's still here. She's still doing something. Yeah. It's very, very interesting, very interesting dynamic.
1: <sighs> yes, yes, yes. So then um, it looks like Molly and Issa kind of go off and do their thing. while What's her name? Tiffany and Kelly kind of do their thing and they kind of get to talking about Molly finally discloses a little bit of her issue at least being there It's like okay. you know that the re- one of the things that Issa really admired about Molly was all the confidence that she had in college and that's something I can relate to because for some reason and I think I said this on my podcast before but I don't know if anybody else can rate like something when you were in your younger twenties, like you feel like you could have done anything, anything in life. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere down the line, once you hit the late twenties, early thirties, you like, what the fuck happened? Like what happened? And for, and for that, and Molly, I can relate to that of being like super confident in my twenties. And then we kind of hit the late to mid thirties and we're like, you're like scared. You can't do anything. You feel a little bit crippled or stagnant. And so Molly's in this kind of stage in her life where she's like, she's in her thirties. She has no control over anything. No, that wasn't Molly. That was Issa. Um, how, you know, she's in her thirties and she's not in control. She doesn't have control of her relationship. She's in a new career. She is in this stage of her life where it's just completely unknown. And like, She's trying to, like, she doesn't have control with Lyft, but I thought was funny. She's like, I don't want to take you to Palm Springs on a Tuesday. (laughs) You know? And, like, you know, she's putting a lot of pressure on herself, and she's kind of, like, analyzing her life of, like, she's a super for a building that she doesn't even own. Um, She just started a new career. Like, she is just not in control of her life. And I feel like the block party is her trying to get control of something. Right. Which I find very interesting because after all of that, I have notes here, people. So if you hear the papers rustling, she gets a text message from Cheyenne, right, about Mm -hmm. going to some party where, what was it, in Oakland?
0: Yeah. And I think it was a reggae party.
1: Yes. And what I love is that they're all driving in the car. Tiffany's driving, you know what I'm saying? Issa's in the front, and I think it was Molly, Cheyenne, and Kelly in the back. Oh, no, no, no. It was Kelly in the front. Yes, it was yeah. TV, Kelly in the front. T- Kelly is sad as hell. They are still laughing at the fact that she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and they were listening to The Dream Love Your Girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when did this come out? So I Google it. 2007 dang I was a freshman maybe sophomore in college when this came out
0: I was a sophomore in high school
1: okay no,
0: yeah either sophomore in high school or freshman in high school because I started high school in t- 2006 so
1: girl you started high school when I graduated high school <laughs> oh man lord have mercy and then the gag of the whole episode is when they go to the liquor store at the gas station and (laughs) Cheyenne robs them
0: but try to play it off at first that it wasn't she was getting robbed herself she that herself
1: because the dude was like Cheyenne stop screaming
0: yep yep and they were like what and she was like i'm sorry girl but anybody can get it so, facts so, into your purse
1: <laughs> and she was like oh molly's shoes you saw that i've been seeing them shoes all over instagram she had the nice ass fucking shoes
0: yeah those shoes are nice and those they're... shoes were
1: nice he like, take my shoes and she was like no <laughs> she's like that girl <laughs> and then they all just start laughing at themselves in the car outside they just start laughing at the situation because what else could you fucking do at that point
0: right and what I saw in the wind down she was just basically saying like that laugh was really needed Mm -hmm. um they kind of needed that to like they needed a genuine laugh Uh, this whole time it's been very superficial they're like walking on eggshells and they don't know how to You know, actually get back to being them. And they needed that like genuine laugh of like, all right, girl, like that was hilarious, but you had my back at the same time, I had your back, type of stuff. So like they needed that type of release. So now they can really start over back to them.
1: Yeah, start the healing and kind of get back to where things were. Right. So then we see them at a diner and they are giving their words almost like the eulogy for Kelly, (laughs) which I thought was really sweet because, you know, you know, it gets you all thinking, at least for me, like, God forbid something happened to you, you pass away. Like how would people remember you? Like, you know what I mean? Yes. No, no. I think about that often, Uh, probably more
0: than I should, but I do (laughs) think about that all the time. But I think it's, it's important. Like, Once you're gone, you're gone. But, like, how are people actually going to remember you? Like, she was like, do you guys only think of me as a joke? So I think she really needed to hear that they, you know, actually cared about her.
1: And that, you know, you're my ride or die. You know what I mean?
0: From Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. She
1: she told her husband, baby, I love you, but. (laughs) Right. That was cute. It was. And that he... And what I love about relationships is like, like sometimes you got to give like your partner a win. And she was like, girls, he never found that damn tree. (laughs) (laughs) Call him carving on letters in the tree.
0: Yep. Yep. Which is cute. They're cute.
1: Oh, he tried. He did. So then this leads us into um, the last four minutes of the episode. And we also find out, which is something new for me. I don't know if they alluded to this in season four that it looks like Kelly is a podcaster. Yes.
0: So I think she has um, a podcast, I think, in real life. Because I kept seeing people say, like, I love that they're incorporating Kelly's podcast into the show. That's not the name of the podcast because Issa tweeted she was like Kelly was so mad when we told her that was gonna be the podcast name.
1: Uh, but
0: Preguntas. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Prenny's but, Preguntas. Um, yeah.
0: I think she has a I don't know. I think that's what I read that she has a podcast in real life.
1: I'm gonna have cute. to look that up. Yeah. Um, so she posted a question saying, if you knew that the end was coming, how would you want to make the most of your time left? So we see that. And what I love about Kelly in this whole scene is that like me, Kelly is podcasting from her bed. Yes. Cause that's what I do. Like if I'm not recording right now, I'm literally in my pajamas in my bed with the microphone in my hand recording. So like that was completely relatable. I'm like, girl, I do the same shit. And her microphone was super legit. Did you see that?
0: It was, it was nice.
1: I was like, oh, that shit costs like hundreds of dollars. I'm not even going to bother looking that up because I'm like, I can't afford it. No, <laughs> it was nice. Um. So yes, so she kind of breaks this down into a couple of segments. So when she says, if you knew that the end was coming and how would you want to make the most of your time left We see Issa and Lawrence finally makes his appearance, his first appearance on this season with him picking her up from the airport. How did you feel, Holly? First of all, it's
0: very short-lived, but I screamed. I was like, oh, he's here. They're kissing. They're fine. They're okay. Like, he picked her up. I just... Listen, rewatching last season, I love them. Like I, and I don't want to love them because I feel like it's my heart's gonna be broken, which it was last night, but I really, really do love them. Um, go ahead, we can go ahead. It's just man.
1: We're gonna I get into so it. We're gonna get into it. Um, yes. Then she says, what legacy would you want to leave behind? And then you see Tiffany with her daughter, which I thought was sweet considering the fact that she, was almost because of postpartum, like rejecting her daughter, like yeah. having yeah. issues with motherhood. So that was really sweet to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she goes, how would you want to be remembered? And then you see Molly by herself in the bathroom, kind of looking in the mirror, you know? And I think, I think, cause she kept playing with her hair, right? And yes, they're alluding to that. And usually when people do things to cut their hair, do anything to their hair, um, at least with movies or even in real life, you know, sometimes when people go through traumatic experiences and they want a fresh start, they want to reinvent themselves. The most not I want to I don't want to use the word dramatic because, you know, I don't want to say that. I mean, cutting your hair is it's not dramatic, but it's definitely a transformation because, people carry a lot of weight on them when it comes to their hair. So sometimes they feel like if they cut it off, that's like a weight lifted and it's something new and and it's like transformative. So that could be alluding to the fact and we'll talk about this um, a little bit later of like what, you know, an expectation for Molly Molly will be throughout the new season. Um, And then of course we get into the fact that we find out Kelly's podcast is called Prenny's Preguntas. (laughs) (laughs) which stands for Prenny's questions (laughs) yes hilarious I think that's so cute and then she goes is there anything you would want to change so like you think of these questions when you ask how do you want to be remembered what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind I think these are all valid questions for anyone like growing up or at least you know I think in general you know mm-hmm. what? It would. Is there anything you want to change? I mean, I think some people are like, nah, because, you know, what let what's happened then made me who I am now. But like, I'll be real with you. If there are things I could change, I probably would. Um, I don't know
0: because when you, ch- I just I always think about like when you change something that happened in the past, it's gonna completely it could change how you are as a person today, right? so there are things as much as it like hurt me or broke me down or anything like that I don't know if I would necessarily change it um, because I don't know if it would have led me to the path that I'm on right now which I think is important me as a person Mm -hmm. now circumstance of career wise and where you know live in situation yeah there are certain things that maybe I would try to figure out a little bit sooner so I could be in a better situation today um but like a, a lot of the situations that we I mean every situation that we go through it molds you as a person um right. so I I don't know I I think about that often too like if I would go back would I really change anything
1: that I did
0: I don't know I don't know that I would I don't
1: okay well that's why it's called turning <laughs> perguntas because it's making you question yourself <laughs>
0: Right, right.
1: I hope we get more Freddie's Preguntas this season.
0: <laughs> Me too. I they were and they were they were good. They were real insightful, very serious um compared to like her 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 comedy right. as a character, you know.
1: And for those who don't know, she's actually one of the writers for the show, too. So mm-hmm. um that's really good. And then finally, finally, Holly. Lawrence is picking up Issa. They're driving. It is awkward. And you know how you're like in a room with someone and the two of you are alone and you just say anything just to fill up that awkwardness. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's exactly what Lawrence was trying to do. Mm -hmm. Well, I think he was a little,
0: she was trying to fill up the awkwardness, but she was like kind of not really paying attention to it like he was just like oh you want to go get the thai food place like i think he just was like oh brought me back to memories but um <laughs> i think that's how that's, <laughs> i think that's how how he was um he was just like oh okay like are we going inside like what are we doing like what's
1: going on trying to make it seem a little normal you know what i mean yeah and then they get out the car and this is one of my i think out of the whole Um, episode, this is probably like my favorite scene because there was such little said, but the little words that were said between the two of them, the silence said more than the words that were being spoken. And I commend that to the acting and the writing because not only do they know each other as actors, but they know each other as like, the characters know each other so well that like she didn't need to say much for him to get what she was trying to say. Right. Because he's like, so should we, so should we talk? Should I go upstairs with you? Like, should we, and we find out that um, Issa has made a decision on her relationship. So about everything that she doesn't have control over, she has control over this situation.
0: Which is why I think she did that and made a hasty decision. And we just, we're just... You think so? I just... I think that she wanted control over, so you know how like people are like, um, you know, they feel like their life's out of control. And the one thing that they can control is like their weight. So they become like bulimic or anorexic or something. And they, because that's the one thing that they can have control over. I think with her saying and alluding to like, you know, I don't even have control over my job. I don't, you know, I can't do this. my, you know, my relationship. This is the one thing that she can actually make a decision on Mm -hmm. and choose And I think that's why she did that. But I I had a feeling, I mean, I I have a feeling that they're just, (laughs) it's just not something that I'm gonna get in the season. I'm not gonna get the happily ever after East and Lawrence riding off to the sunset because there is a lot of baggage behind being with somebody who is bringing a child into this world with somebody else. Like that's a really hard thing to even wrap your head around, especially when this is the love of your life. And now you're robbed of having his first child. Right. Um, I I think that that there's a lot of crazy emotion and things that go into that. So I I don't think it's and I just don't think it's gonna happen. Um, and I will mourn that. I will mourn that in my own way. Um, but <laughs> I I love them, I really do. So I'm let's that they get back together.
1: So w- that's great leading up to like the final thing for this episode. At least for queued up. Um, let's talk about expectations for the remainder of the season. So we already spoke about Molly, allude, maybe alluding to the fact that she may have a physical transformation with her hair and what that can mean for her character all around. So um this could be a, a tr- this can be a transformative season for Molly. Um, it's gonna be a transformative season for Lawrence who is now expecting a child um Mm -hmm. we're hoping it could be transformative for Issa in some way shape and Mm -hmm. form um Mm -hmm. we don't really know what's going on with Kelly or uh Tiffany we don't you know I don't really see them being like I mean I think it'd be nice to close out their storylines but I don't see them being like the key storylines for this season it's mostly Molly Ha- Molly, Holly. <laughs> Molly, Issa, and Lawrence. That's pretty much the core group that we're going to see, you know, have the most transformation, I believe, hopefully.
0: Right. I mean, it would be nice if they gave each each of them their own episode. Right. Um, Like, if they gave Tiffany her own... I mean, I don't really need a whole episode, Tiffany, but... Like, to close out the to, chapter, like, right. Yeah, like, give them... Even, like, or even split like a Tiffany Kelly episode but I actually would really like a Kelly episode just because like I feel like they kind of touched on everybody's storyline and character um more than any like they haven't we haven't really gotten to know like Kelly's character just at all we don't know what she does I mean we know I think she's an accountant but like that's the most that we really know about her right um so it would be nice to kind of get an episode like that but um expectations, I think, I mean, Molly's for sure going to have, like, we see that in the trailer. She definitely is going to cut, like, at least wear her natural cut, which is refreshing because she's known for the wigs Mm -hmm. and the braids and things like that. Um, And I think that she is, I think that she might not put pressure on relationships like she has in the past. I think that's going to be one of the things, one of her themes. And I think that's going to help her find a more genuine less superficial relationship um or she might just end up being by herself and being okay with being by herself because her whole identity as a character has been based around trying to be in a relationship and be in love and find a man that wants to be with her and have a family and be like her parents and things like that so yeah
1: kind of. i think that the woman who has all her shit together you know what i mean right so I think that
0: they might play it as, you know what? I don't need a man to feel fulfilled like that. That doesn't have to be my, my series finale. So I think with her, that might be it. Um, Issa, I just, I think that she's definitely gonna, she's gonna be navigating around just trying to figure out her whole business and things, but, mm-hmm. um, but I think as far as like relationship wise, ah, I know she, I you know she's just she's probably going to be really indecisive about this whole Lawrence thing because does does it make sense to just not fight for this or they might just push her onto Nathan. And because that started as such a good friendship, uh-huh. even I don't feel it for Nathan, but it's fine if it happens. Um, but <laughs> I can see that them turning Matt that, that friendship into something as well. Um,
1: I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. I feel like if it's real life, Lawrence and Issa might not end up being together.
0: I don't. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I think. I don't, I really don't think that they're, they're going to end it together. Unfortunately. I don't think um, he might end up I with I Condola that, either. No, I think he's done with Condola. Con- Listen, I, I just hate Condola because she ruined for me. But I, I think that Condola is very content with raising this. If There's no way that Lawrence can end up with Condola and people are not going to up for because people refuse to call her by her, her name. So yes! it just can't happen. It can't happen. But I think that Lawrence just needs to focus on the fact that he's about to be a father. And yes. Um, this was not something that was planned. This was not something that was in his cards. So I think that's going to be his focus. Like, I think that everybody's going to kind of end with, uh, focusing on themselves and what they need for themselves rather than like the whole relationship aspect. I don't think we're going to get, I just don't think we're going to get relationships out of this. I just don't, unfortunately, I hope I'm wrong.
1: Right. Because we also see that Lawrence did not take the job. Well, we don't know, right? He didn't take the job in San Francisco.
0: Well, well, don't, we don't I, know that we don't, we don't know, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she, I saw a preview or it was like a, a trailer for either next week or like the weeks to come. And I know she was like, looking at her phone and I saw her say like, he moved back. So I don't know if maybe like he was living there. And then maybe I don't know. I don't know. We don't know yet.
1: Interesting. I'm very excited to see what this season's going to be about. I'm very excited. And I liked the first episode. I thought it was really good. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good job of kind of setting the tone for what the season could be. It wasn't too much where it was like an overload of like information of like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that, it, you know, a lot of people hate the fact that it's only 30 minutes, but the fact that you can tell that much of a, if you can make a, the, the fact that you can like condense Con- a storyline into 30 minutes and be that impactful is like great writing right
0: like I the, agree. yeah they, the they story do doesn't the need
1: to be an hour long for you to tell a great story it doesn't
0: it doesn't and it might it might feel too long if they had an hour you know like i i feel like they do a good job with with what what the time that they have
1: yeah and uh, just a quick background on the writer so the writer was named amy an Anna Boy, Annie Boy, A-N-I-B-O-I. I'm bad at pronouncing names. But she also executive produced this episode. And I looked at her, um, I looked her up. She actually went to Stanford.
0: Okay. Wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I did see that. She said it was our alma mater. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yes. And then she wrote, um, did some writing for... um, for HBO max. She has some stuff for HBO, a lot of stuff in play. So she's really good. And, um, she will actually be directing another episode, episode seven of insecure coming up. So, um, I, I can't wait to see what hey. she comes up with. Jade with the facts. With the yeah, fun facts. You know, I want to let y'all know, <laughs> give you guys some background of like the writers and directors. Cause you know, uh, East is really big on her writers and, um, you know, the writers and directors for the show, and I'm very excited. And the soundtrack seems to be really good already. Oh, yes. What? They had AG Club. They have, they have just had it. I just love it. I love everything about
0: the show. I really do. And
1: I like that Raphael Sadiq is the uh, composer, like.
0: Oh, I love that. I don't know if I knew that. I did not.
1: Yes, everyone. Raphael Sadiq is the person who comes up with the scores for, um, for Insecure. Very cool. Very cool. Yes, and that brings us to the end of Queued Up for Insecure Season 5. This was Episode 1. Holly and I will be back next week for Episode 2. How many episodes for the whole season? Is it 8 or 10? 10. Ooh! Ooh. It's going to be a long yet fast season, I think.
0: It is. 10 weeks goes by so fast, so... We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I'm excited to see what she's going to give us. I know she's giving us good things.
1: Yeah, and everybody said they're already crying. Like they're not trying to watch the season because it's just going to be too much. So um, if that says anything, that means it's going to be a good season. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yes. So leave us your thoughts and opinions on Holly's Instagram, Holly's Hit or Miss, or the podcast Instagram of true Jade Fashion. We're going to be here every week. Um, That means J. fashion is going to be pushed back by a day because, you know, give it a little time for you guys to hear this and catch up. So now J. fashions is going to be on Thursdays instead of Wednesdays. Yes. And we're going to have queued up every Tuesday because, you know, for someone who still- We need a day. We need a day to process and reflect. And, you know, some people were on it today. Like, on it. (laughs) <laughs> didn't even
0: didn't even give it some time to just settle. They just, you know, less than 24 hours just dropping stuff. I mean, damn. But it's fine.
1: It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, everyone. I love you all for listening. I love you all for watching. And Holly and I will be here next week.
0: Yes. Bye guys.
1: Bye.